Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss your favorite Marvel sports. We bring you in-depth analysis of each event across many different Marvel sports competitions. Catch all the information and drama you want to hear about your favorite players, teams, events, and more right here on the MSW Podcast. Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. Yes, you are. And today we have a very exciting episode today. We're straying a little bit from the JMR as we often talk about them and their um, huge channel. But we're actually going to turn our heads over towards another very high quality Marvel Sports channel. If you don't know it already, it's called MSPN. Uh, stands for Marvel Sports Performance Network. They released some very good uh, Marvel series like uh, Marblades, and uh, they began a Marvel Mayhem series, which is like a 3D animation um, Marvel racing tournament series. I mean, they just have a great channel. Uh, I would definitely go check it out. They have a great commentator. Shout out to Rick O'Shea if he listens to this. But um, yeah, before we get into that and the news, a few announcements I want to throw at you real quick. First of all, Commander Waff or Mr. Waff has taken the official co-host role. So shout out to him, Commander Waff. How do you feel about being in the official MSWP co-host at this point? Uh, honestly, like I kind of feel great about it. Like it's it should be a lot of fun. Like at first, like I thought it would just be a one-time thing, but then I saw like it was just so much fun, like talking about marbles, like as a serious <laughs> thing. And, like, to be able to be a part of that and kind of, like, I guess, expand the entertainment for the whole community through this podcast, it it's something that I'm, I'm looking forward to and I'm glad to be a part of. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, I'm so excited to be hosting this and I'm, I'm very happy that you have taken that role. He is going to be getting a nice mic like I have in the near future, so watch out for that. Mr. Waff coming in strong with some good quality audio soon. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, other news, other announcements. Uh, we are trying a new segment out today, as well as talking about MSPN. We are going to throw in there at some point a new trivia segment. So if you are listening to this live, then you can definitely participate in that. And if you are not, well, then you can participate anyway, but um, I won't see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to, me and Mr. Waff have both prepared a uh, interesting marble sports trivia question. Uh, regarding any anywhere in marble sports it can really involve and so we're going to uh, test each other's skills and test our listeners skills if you uh, hear the question and you think you know the answer definitely pause the video I mean the audio or whatever and just comment your answer down below and we want to see if you guys know more marble sports than we do <laughs> I would hope not but <laughs> on that um, yeah. and finally if you are not sure whether to come back for another episode next week, I would definitely want to change your mind because next week is an amazing episode. It will be so, so good. We're going to have the head of the JMRC on, Malakis or Melikis or however it's pronounced. Um, yeah, but he's coming on. He is uh, probably as close to gel as you can get without being gel himself. He has done so much in the JMR community, and he uh, is going to come on and talk some marbles with us. So we have... You know, head of MSPN this week, 
head of JMRC next week. Big episodes coming up here, so definitely stay tuned. You'll want to hear all this discussion here. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the announcements. Mr. Woff, anything from you? Uh, none in particular. I'm just excited to get into this episode. All right. Well, that's that's very, very interesting, Mr. Woff. You are, you are a good... You're a good host. But um, anyway, without further ado, guys, let's go to the news. Sports fans, I am Johnny Marble here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News. Jelly's Marble Runs has released a new video titled Marble City, a good break between the two Marble Olympics competitions. This video features a huge Marble amusement park complete with 30 different rides. Eat your heart out, Disney. Jelly's Marble Runs appears to be using the time between the Marble Olympics and the Marble Showdown very well. That said, we now sit only a couple weeks out of the Marble Showdown. Another JMR news, a new logo creator named Konku2 was asked to create a new set of logos for all the Marble Olympics teams that we love. His creations got an overwhelmingly positive response from the community, with the exception being that of the Mellow Yellow logo. Some fans said that this logo was not mellow enough to represent the team. But these new logos can be found on the Reddit page and will feature first in the Marble Showdown. JMR has also released their sneak peek picture for the host of the 2020 Marble Olympics. Many fans have studied this picture and offered various guesses as to who the 2020 hosts will be. Johnny Marble's guest? The Orangers, baby! <laughs> In other Marble sports, the first event of the M Games is closer to being released on MSPN. Eight teams will battle in extreme events in this Marble Sports Tournament. The direction of MSPN's From the Ashes Marble Mentory and Marble Mayhem Season 3, however, is unknown. That's about all for this week. Not too much news for now, but hey, that's okay. I'm just glad to see you. But just wait till the Marble Showdown and the M Games begin. Well, hey, I've been Johnny Marble. Let's roll back to Brendan and the rest of MSW Podcast. guys we are back from the news thank you again johnny marble doing a great job with the news again and now we are going to introduce a very special guest as i mentioned before at the beginning of this episode we have the creator of mspn hershey on in the flesh today hershey how are you doing today i'm doing pretty good thanks for having me you're welcome it's so nice to have you on it's so much it's so nice to talk to uh some very good quality marble sports creators out there and and you were definitely one of them so i'm very excited to hear what you have to say um we always ask our guests this at the beginning but we're going to start out with our usual questions how did you get into marble sports tell us hershey so um i'm not exactly sure um how i found the videos i think it was i was just on youtube and I got recommended one of the Sand Marble Rally videos. Um, yeah, yeah. And 
within that first night that I found um, JMR, I watched the entire San Marble Rally from 2016. Um, and I know I came in somewhere around um, the middle of the 2016 Marble Olympics, and I watched the whole first half in one night. Um, wow! It was just uh, dedication. It's just <laughs> it's it's one of those it's one of those things I could really get into. Um, I'm a guy who really likes statistics, and um, you know, seeing people be able to take you know objects like marbles like this and turn them into sports teams and and make so many people care about them was just really fun. Oh, absolutely! And actually, I can actually relate to you because I got in by watching the Sand Marble Rally first, and um, uh, it's just nice to see so many fans getting sucked in like that. You're right, man. The ability to be able to to do these things with marbles you know do all this this high quality content and 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 see it all unfold out like an actual olympics is 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 absolutely awesome i i i pretty much have a similar story in that way back in 2016 um you know binge watch like the whole thing and stuff and then i never i haven't stopped since Uh, at least i would hope not (laughs) because i'm talking about marbles right now i got i got a little little further in than than i thought i was going to but um you know things like this where um you know when i found the wiki that was that was one of those moments where i'm like i'm so glad this thing exists um (laughs) because you know it's something that it's such it's such a fantasy league but when you bring in something like a website and you get all these stats about marbles and teams it becomes so real um i think that was i know finding the wiki was one of the things that that kind of kept me around you know seeing all of all the history even though there wasn't a lot at that time um i think that was definitely one of the things that i loved about it too oh yeah definitely like um many people like once they see all the stats laid out there the team names all of that it just it just they cannot believe it it becomes real becomes a real event it becomes an event with real uh you know real meaningful you know scores and things like that as opposed to just doing a marble race and 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 throwing some commentary on it now it's like a real thing people keeping track of the stats all the way back to 2016 people are judging the, the the uh, skill levels of these teams all the way back uh, to the beginning because they have them recorded and 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 now four years in we have quite a history in the marble sports community we do and and it, I'm hoping to see other channels like like your own like start to build their own histories you know um, with with the M games coming up that we'll get into in a little bit as well start to see them. You, you know those stats be kept and then that becomes a real thing all of a sudden you have all these different tournaments going on in marble sports these high quality tournaments i mean that's 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 prop that's very likely to happen i mean definitely so yeah, yes, you're, you're right. especially with the way that it's growing you know i've seen so many so many channels start to come up um you know, obviously there are a couple of channels that are over hundreds of thousands of subscribers and many that are in the thousands um but you know i think the Marble Olympics has had a huge impact on the way that um, that these races are recorded and broadcast to the world, um, and right. I think yeah. the statistics part of it will, <clears throat> is, is definitely a big part of that too. Oh yeah, without the the record of it, then it kind of just disappears away. Uh, Mr. Waff, you've been a little quiet. Yeah, so what I, do you have I, to say? Do you have any questions for Mr. Hershey uh, on the initial well, side? 
uh not much like, i guess like um did you like see marble videos like back in the day like before 2016 like the algadu races and all that stuff or was that actually not on your radar before no that was actually um it was actually a whole lot later when i started seeing stuff like that the, oh I really think, yeah the sam rally was was the first one that i saw huh. I, I i hadn't seen any of the virtual ones um actually up until um you know, just before we started our own virtual series was when I went back and watched those. Oh, okay. Is it the same for you, Marble Guy, as well? Uh, yeah, I I first saw a Sand Marble Rally video. Sorry, I said video. That's weird. Uh, and I don't think I actually ever talked about completely how I got into Marble Sports. I think it might be in episode one, but episode one is so... Uh, Long ago. Eh, eh, and just... Eh. That <laughs> we we uh, yeah yeah somehow that one has the most listens but okay uh, but um, I saw Sand Marble Rally first and I so I'm similar story to Hershey and I I really was into those I don't know if the same for you Hershey but were you like really into those like videos of like the Rube Goldberg contraptions and things like that of all the different marbles and stuff rolling around and all the the contraptions and things like that because I was watching a bunch of those then moved then saw this recommendation for the marble video and I was like I, I watched it they were racing and I was like okay why does this guy sound like he should be doing commentary for like uh, professional sports <laughs> and I was like there's no way this is happening that's actually the crazy thing is that I, I hadn't I don't think I had watched any any videos that had marbles in it period when I when I had had this video recommended to me I, I wasn't watching you know those types of videos I you know I, I hadn't seen I don't even know if I had a video that had marble in the title and all of a sudden it shows that I recommended I click on it yeah yeah <laughs> I it just goes Go to show you. It just goes to show you how like how popular it is. Like it's being recommended to people who ha- who aren't even actively watching Marble related content anymore. Like for me, because I watch I watched Marble videos several years before I saw the Marble Olympics in like 2018 or 2017. It, it was like it was like late. I think it was like mid 2018, and then like, but it had been so many years that I hadn't watched one that I figured that it would have been out of my algorithm at that point. But I still got a recommended from Gel's channel, like and like that brought me back into it again because i saw that like it could that people were actually taking the idea of the algorithm and actually finally improving upon it instead of like the same stuff over and over again and, like and i saw the potential for what marble racing could be and like that's what why i decided to come back into the whole community oh yeah absolutely once once the marbles become real instead of animated and once it becomes 3d and that's when it really starts to take off i mean <laughs> It is. I I still sometimes sit there in shock, looking at these videos. Like, what is what is happening right now? This is an Olympic Games in with marbles, and it looks just as professional as the real Olympic Games. What is going on? <laughs> and I, I sit there and say that now, like four years into watching this, and it it really is incredible. And um, I love I love the stories of how people got into it. You know, you know, just seeing the sand marble video or being like a, a long time uh, Algodoo watcher and then just being blown away by an actual three D real life event. Well, it's not, um, it's not that it was three D. It's just like the the uh, production value. Like they were taking oh, it. Absolutely. Like but before it was just like the the same generic uh, copyright free music and like playing over the thing. They would probably put text on the screen, but they wouldn't actually commentate over it. And the okay, tracks look, yeah. the tracks all look the same. Like, they all designed them with the black borders and stuff. The one person who ever, <laughs> like, the one person who finally um, broke that was Eric Fassett. His season five, like, he, his first four seasons were some of the worst, if I'm being honest. But his season five was easily the best of every single series I've ever seen at that time. And even to this day, cool. for standard Algodoo racing, 
not necessarily like the stuff that MSPN does, but like just the regular standard style. Like he has like these super incredibly detailed backgrounds with colors and stuff. And he has like, he, pre- he does programming for it too. Like, so he does specific things. Like it's more right. complex and takes more effort, but as a result, it was more entertaining to watch. And see- seeing how like people took this idea into the real world and, and also in Agadu and try to up the ante and make it more engaging finally showed that level of advancement and quality that i hadn't seen for so many years oh oh yeah absolutely i i mean i would imagine you were definitely not expecting that advancement in quality like not at all from not at all (laughs) man i mean like yeah i'd have to agree on that um i did want to mention real quick um because we were on a similar topic i just want to hear what you guys think about this but i heard a podcast with greg woods in it um about a week or two ago and if uh, you're a listener out there and you heard me say podcast with greg woods and just flipped out of your chair then you can find this podcast going uh, go to the triawa podcast uh, just look that up and it was one of the most recent episodes something with, the title is something with marbles in it you should be able to find it if i feel like it i'll throw a link in the discord but besides the point greg was talking about getting into marble sports and he made a really good point that i think kind of applies here he said something along the lines of uh, he notices a lot of people got into it or, or would start to get into it more from seeing the sand marble rally videos and from seeing the Olympics. Cause he's like just the, just the, um, even though the sand marble rally is not as complex as the marble Olympics, it's just that the fact that it's so simple, it's just racing down a hill, the classic racing down a hill. And with the commentary, he's like that, that sometimes pulls the people even in more sometimes going right into the marble olympics and i can attest to this uh because i did not like the marble olympics first time i watched it believe it or not <laughs> blasphemy to say really? that i know but uh i first time i saw it i was like nah i just want to find more racing videos with commentary and um i actually i went off marbles for a little bit finding that and then it came back to marble olympics and i was like am i kidding myself right now this is amazing but <laughs> the um there's an appeal just to that, especially as an outside person just coming into it, just joining, to just that classic racing with commentary. And that's why so many more people pulled in. You throw Marble Olympics at them, they just can't even comprehend what the hell is going on. And I know, like, some friends that have, like, seen that and just, they're like, what is even this? This is, this doesn't, I can't even comprehend this. And, And it just goes to the point of, like, you know, big marble sports creators and, and names in the community like Hershey uh, getting into it through Sam Marble Rally or you, Mr. Waff, getting in through it and just uh, the 2D Algadu, like those um, some more simpler uh, videos. It, it, it's uh, it's pretty pretty crazy like that it, it sometimes just takes the simple stuff to get you into it. I, I just thought that was a really cool point that he made in the podcast. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely agree with that because I – feel like especially now um the marble olympics compared to the sand marble rally i would much rather watch the sand marble rally at this point um just because of how commercialized they've made everything in the marble olympics it just it feels like yeah you know the simplicity is more along the lines of what it should be um right and, and that goes back to 2016 and 2017 um not as much 2018 that's kind of when it started going the other way that i love those seasons way more because they were they feel like they were straight out of the mind of gel and i don't know it feels like it's a little different now but i still feel like obviously the samar rally has added 
things in the past with obstacles and 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 whatnot but they have removed those and i feel like that was the right decision as well it's just the that simple burst of energy the excitement for two minutes racing down a hill i definitely agree that 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 can definitely appeal to a lot more people especially like you said coming into it that that that's actually really yeah go ahead mr waff and i can understand that like so i know that you didn't uh, see some of the last events for the 2019 but like one thing that I did notice, like, um, was part the dirt race, which is one of the later events. I liked it a lot more, like, both because of its chaoticness, as I mentioned in one of the previous episodes. But realizing it now, I another aspect I liked about it was the fact that like all of the marbles were ra- like, or a, at least a large portion of the marbles in each heat were racing with one another. And so, like, events like that where like there's several marbles at once, and like you can actively see who is winning and who isn't, makes it so much more engaging because like. An event like a uh, surfing or rafting, oh well, man, and, surfing! While they're, <laughs> while, while they're interesting, like because the way the uh, unless you're actively keeping track of like times and stuff, you will forget whose placement is who where until they show you the recap. Definitely, yes, and, yeah. And so, and so, like that's why in the sand marble rally and some of that, it's more intense because like, it's you can you're actively seeing who is going to win, and like in in the, in the dirt race especially how like a marble like marbles would come out of nowhere, like just t- steal like or go off the track and then come back on again, like. It was so chaotic, and you didn't know what was going to happen next. The savage it, speeders. Yeah, the savage speeders. It, it kept you on your edge of your seat. And I do got, I do have to admit that like having those complex events for the Marble Olympics are, is very interesting and intriguing. But that simpler, basic racing that like that started like all back. You can go, look all back to NASCAR. People just loved seeing the people race with another, and like seeing the, just the positions changing, and like seeing just how close they are to each other at, on an active basis rather than waiting for a results sheet and so i think for me the those types of races are probably my my, my speed and probably my pr- preference than over something like rafting or uh, or curling especially curling was way too slow yeah inter- that's an interesting point and it, it, it's a matter of appeal it's a matter of preference definitely right. i do see a sort of an appeal to a- events like the balancing where each team alone is trying to get that top score but but like when you talk about surfing definitely when you talk about surfing that was like it was so unappealing not because the event was badly thought out i think it was cool it was just so hard to follow you never knew who was in the lead it was very difficult i mean but when when i turn to events like rafting i know what you're saying there's just that thrill to all the marbles racing together and like you never know what's going to happen all of a sudden you know players can be first and then go back to eighth you don't even know uh i mean it, it, it rafting it's still even though it was like solo it was i thought it was still well done because you always knew who was kind of uh having the edge each each everything was very cleanly done in the rafting, rafting and it, was it, it a is a matter example. of appeal rafting it was, was a better m- example yeah, definitely. And it is a matter of appeal. Some people, like like Greg said, I mean, the voice in the Marble Olympics said that he, there is an appeal to him definitely in some ways more than Marble Olympics itself in just the classic racing. Do I think Marble Olympics has a place? I think it has an amazingly huge place. I mean, like it, some of the events and, and people love some of the events, like people love balancing, people love collision. But it, I guess when they plan the events, they should maybe focus more on events that at least pit two teams against each other. Um, balancing is great, but balancing is single. And now there's a place in this whole 16 events of the Marble Olympics for a couple of those singular events. I, I do, I'm a personal uh, 
I love balancing. I think it's a great event. They're, like, don't overdo that. I love the, like, the five-meter sprint. It's the most, I don't want to say bland, but the most simple it's a, the of all the events. basic type of event, yeah. But, like, I watch that, and I almost feel a little bit of adrenaline, like, with the speed they get and the simple just racing. I see them come down, and I'm like, oh, my God, who's going to win? Who's going to win? It's so, like, it's just a straight race, and it's, it, it gets you, yeah, yeah, like, it gets that was, you. That was probably my favorite event in the um, in the 2018 Marble Olympics was the Ice Dash. So, basically, the same thing. Because um, you can see momentum building, and you, you just have a question of whether or not they can get there, and, you know, can, can they hold them off? And it's it's in five seconds you're having all these thoughts and I I find that really exciting as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like it's just it's just some that excitement of that pure racing is just great. I mean, there is that other excitement when it comes to events like collision. I mean, because you're gonna ha- you have two teams coming down and just smashing into each other, chaos everywhere, balls right. of chaos everywhere. <laughs> but I mean, it it. It, it really, you got to think out some of these events. I mean, some of the classic and racing events just sometimes, sometimes just are better. I mean, I, I got to say, I agree with that. The dirt race was definitely a great event because it had that element of just pure wild racing. And that's why now remember back into it, previous episode, Mr. Waff, where we talked about the everyone hating on the Hubalino race, but liking the dirt race in events 10 and 11. I was like, oh, they seem kind of similar. Marbles get stuck and blah, blah, blah. But it was just, the dirt race was so wild and there's so many DNFs. You didn't even, chaos was ensuing, but you could still follow the event as opposed to the Hubalino maze race is that it was almost like a controlled chaos. Marbles would get stuck all in the maze, but it wouldn't be as like, clear and it was like all these marbles were all over the place i mean it was maybe right. that was it and know? i think also i just realized it, but there was nothing about like time finishing it was all about how many marbles finished and if they didn't finish how far they made it to the finish line it wasn't about who got there fastest and so it, there was not as much uh, i guess anticipation or excitement because like you were like it wasn't like a kind of like it wasn't really much of a race to the bottom so much as just trying to get to the bottom I also feel like I've seen that event in in like the Hubalino tournament, so I kind of understand what you guys are talking about here, even though I didn't right. see the event. But um, I also feel like when when a marble gets stuck in an event like that, the fans always feel like that's the builder's fault, not that in and and then you see in a sand race when they get stuck, you don't really feel that way um, because you correct. Know, are, oh, that's a great. These point. are yeah. these are little pieces of plastic that are snapped together. You know, and it it just always feels like that was meant to stop them, rather than that's an element. Yeah, I can definitely. That. Like that's that's that. My opinion is a great point. Like just the fact that you feel when a course is manufactured that it should run smoothly, that I that they shouldn't have to change the event to the point where they give points to marbles they don't finish because it can't be made where the marbles all finish. As opposed to, you're right, the wildness of a dirt race or sand marble rally where you just know nature does what nature does and, and it might just get, the marbles might just get stuck on a stick that rolled onto the track or, or whatever. That That's just, it adds a kind of a uh, feeling of, just just mysteriousness maybe maybe that's I mean, the you gotta, word you when you gotta always be on the edge of your seat too you never know what's right because you're like right savage speeders might be in first and all of a sudden they ram into the stick and then they're in fifth and and it, you don't even know you don't even know as opposed to the humalina where it's all structured and little mazes and you're like you know what 
you're seeing the marbles just kind of go back and forth trying to get into the slots and you're right i can see where that could be a little bit boring and i understand why they probably might take that event out in the in the coming years definitely yeah and, and that, oh sorry um like events like okay. the maze race uh like you, you can't have moments like you did in the dirt race like where the savage speeders went off the course but then either just because they kept going or because that that team that hit them from Cheaters. behind from yeah they hit them behind on the stick Cheaters. it knocked them it knocked them back into the course and they were back in the race and they made it to the front again and like yeah. you don't you can't get that level of chaos in a stru- in a structured simplified event like the maze race and i uh oh. i think the this, that point is definitely proven with the past San Marble rallies um when they added in the obstacles and a lot of fans hated those um because they were you know, it wasn't like a leaf flew into the middle of the course. It was something that was placed there to mess up the marbles and just, you know, it always felt like when they hit that, if the leader hit that and got stuck, that was an intentional... Put there for that, know, right. Yeah. So it was, it's not just random. It was there to create chaos, not let chaos happen. That's a great point. And if you create chaos, then it's not really chaos, is it? Well, that's... Someone write that down. That, <laughs> that, that's a conversation for a different time, I think. Someone, Mr. Waff, write that down. That's that would be that would be a quote when we when we do like a hundredth anniversary episode. That would um, be a quote I put in there. My dog just came in. What was the quote? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember the noise, uh, the noise earlier was dog, my dog. Guys. Yeah, that's yeah, what well, that was the the noise earlier. There you go, guys. Great oh. quotes lost because of pets. See, that's chaos right there. I was trying to. You know, exhibit a great quote. Well, you know what? I will remember the quote. I'll, I'll hear the quote when I listen to it. That. I'll, I'll hear the quote when I go, when I re-listen to the episode. You listen to this? Yeah, I, I, I always make sure that like, I want to make sure that my I'm doing a good job, you know, like, and what I can improve on. So I listen to myself. I know a lot of people don't do that because it's kind of weird, and I can get. You also, know, you've heard the conversation <laughs> before, so it's kind of boring. But I want to make sure that I'm improving, and so even though it's I've heard the conversation before, I want to make sure that I'm doing a good job, and so I listen to myself. Yeah, you're you're a smart man. Um, I also <laughs> listened to this, but it was it was, uh, it was a joke. But oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yes, I listened back, I and then judge I'm like, there. oh, damn it! I I really really went off topic for ten minutes there, and that was so fun though. But it was it. I haven't said marble in a long time, and you know what? That's fine. You know what? Off topic is great because it makes it a real conversation. See, this is chaos. This is this is an example of chaos. That's why people here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a little bit of a off thing here. That's why people love podcasting over radios now. Like I saw on the internet recently that it's like the golden age of podcasting, and I totally get it. Because podcasting, often people just post it as a casual conversation as opposed to a structured news event. And, and it literally, literally connects to what we were just talking about. The just the chaos of like um, what could happen, they could what tangent might they go off on, like the one I'm doing right now. <laughs> but you don't know. You but don't that, know. That is true, actually, yeah. I I've literally, we could accidentally fall into a conversation about light bulbs. Sorry, I just saw a picture of a light bulb. Okay, Sorry. okay. okay. <laughs> and, and it literally just could happen. It could just happen, and you have no idea. And you're like, oh, I'm expecting some marbles. Then all of a sudden, we're tangent on light bulbs for five minutes. And you know what? That is actually more interesting than just very structured going through everything. The, and it, it, that's why when I do this podcast, I write down a bunch of questions. I barely plan it out. Wait, never mind. I totally plan it a lot. But yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And then I just let the conversation flow. And then like, look, look, we're like 25, 20 minutes already in. And, and we're just we're just having a conversation. I mean, it. it, it I mean, I just connected marbles to podcasting 
and that's pretty cool. Well, this is a Marvel podcast, though, so it doesn't seem that difficult. Right? <laughs> that but is like, true. I, I, I connected. I used uh, the context of our quote, of a, a quote of the day. That is the quote of the day, guys. Yeah. What was the Still quote? The, what was the quote? Yeah. What did I say? What did I say? What did I say? <laughs> Something like, if you, if you create chaos, then is it really chaos? Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, something along that. You know what? You know what? Some one of huh. you, one of you listeners out here that like love this so much for some reason, go send that quote to me. Listen to this. Send it to me because yeah. Uh, who am I going to put on that? Just like call out someone in this Discord and see if they're actually listening. <laughs> I don't um, know. All right, so get back to the yeah. structure. So let's see here. Uh, let's 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 Let talk more about uh, let's talk about more about um the channel of MSPN. So Hershey, can you tell us well, more like, about why what? would we do that, Mister Waff, when we have the <laughs> trivia segment right now? Oh, okay, okay, shoot, that just came out of nowhere. All right, let's fine. go to the trivia segment, guys. Right. This is our new segment. We're gonna roll right into it. Incredibly um, experimental. Yes, incredibly experimental, and a uh, little bit a little bit chaos here. But um, I, I explained in the beginning. Me and Mister Waff both prepared an awesome marble sports related question, and uh, we're gonna ask it. You guys as listeners should pause and see if you could answer it and get it right. Maybe actually definitely throw a comment down when you hear the question and see if you get it right. I mean, that's we try to engage our fans a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I've got, a, I've got a trivia question, too. Ooh, okay. Oh, you got one as well? Oh, that's, that's great, right. Mr. Hershey. Awesome. You, you, you are really bringing good, um, I just good, came up with good stuff to this podcast. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> see, this, this is the kind of people I like. They, they come up with things on the spot like that. I already had the trivia question. I had to sit there for like 10 minutes and think about... Uh, if I know anything about Marvel sports. So, I mean, <laughs> but uh, Mr. Waff, why don't you start us off? What's your question? All right, so as we all know, in the 2017 Marble Olympics, Momo Momo got an injury. But what was the team that they were up against in that event? Well, that's that's easy. Come on. Damn. Uh, can I answer it or am I, am I not allowed to answer it? Well, you can give your guess and then I'll give mine and then uh, Mr. Waff will tell me who's right. Well, I, tell us I, who's I, right. I, I already know I'm... All right, all right, whatever. All right, wait, let uh, me let me give a guess first because I don't actually know this. Okay. I think – I'm trying to think back. I know that – I remember this. I do remember this because I, I, like, freaked out when they actually had an injury for Marble. I was like, what? But everybody, remembers, everybody remembers the injury, but no one else really generally remembers anything else about it. That's a really – Mr. Waff, you're bringing good uh, questions here. But <laughs> I think – I'm going to go with Limers, man. I really think it was the Limers. The Limers? All right. Well, it, it wasn't the Limers. I'll tell you why I know this. Um, I, I don't know if any everybody out here who's listening knows, but um, I actually used to have the... I, I controlled the merch store for the Marble Olympics, and we were actually working on a concept for a t-shirt for the Momo Momo injury. It was going oh, to have cool. Momo Momo oh. on the front um, with his crutches, and on the back was going to be the collision of the two teams. It was the it was Team Momo and the Midnight Wisps. That's correct. Oh, God da- damn. Dang it. That's, that's, that's such a specific thing that only you would probably get. Because like, people always talk about the injury, but they never actually, because it's so memorable, the injury itself, they don't remember the other things about the event. And so I figured that would trip you guys up. This, this oh. is a good learning experience. That was, <laughs> I'm learning. I kind of want that shirt, but oh, I, would be, I, I do I, want I, that shirt. Hey, I would buy that shirt. I, I think I would too. I, I remember seeing the design of it. I would, it would look good. I think. It'd be yeah. very, it'd be very funny. A good conversation starter too. Someone get on that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that that's trivia question one. Hershey, let's hear yours. I want to hear what this is about. All right, so 
I think you guys probably both know this because you're in the MSPN Discord. But, so uh, in the first season, and actually all the seasons of Marble Mayhem, there is a marble named Limelight. How did Limelight get his name? Where did it come from? No, shoot! I remember this! Yeah, this happened ye- This happened several months. Actually, this has probably been a year, I think, since this happened. Like, it, was in the disc- it was in the Discord, like, way it, back it was, at the beginning. Yeah. It was in the Discord, yeah. Way at the beginning, though. Way at the beginning. Shoot. Limelight yeah, was... Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be a good listener on this one. Go ahead, Mr. Waff. Ah, uh, crap. I don't want to cheat, but even if I cheat, if I tried, I wouldn't be able to find oh, it in time. There's, there's, there's I, I want to hear. I want to hear if Marble guy's got any any guesses. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, let's see. Limelight. Let me think. Why would Limelight get his name? Um, did he? Let me. When I think about Limelight, I always think of like the what is it? The expression of like being in the limelight. So like you're in like the the center of attention. So what? What did he like win an event and like boast about it or something or celebrate over over much or something? Or is it just because he's a green marble that is kind of bright? All right. Let's see. Let's see what Wolf's got to say. Ah oh, shoot! <laughs> I, w- I wish I'd, I should have remembered this. Dang it! Oh. I want to hear. Wait, wait, wait! Before you before you say it, please, guys. I want to hear. I want to hear some answers. To this one. Please pause this video and comp. This is an audio. Sorry. Oh, pause this audio and comment your answer. Why did Limelight get his name? Uh, let's see here. Or how? Or, or, or how? 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 Got his name? Yeah, choice words. Choice words. See here. So Lime. So Limelight. Since he's an algorithm marble, nothing happened in real life. Or well, actually, something. I guess something could happen in real life. Wait. Oh wait. Wasn't <laughs> there like? Wait, didn't you have a lime next to a lamp? No. Oh, that would that, that, that would be a great origin story, though. <laughs> great, great guess, Mister Waff. You really, you really, uh, you really. That, that would have been amazing if I was right about that. That, that just spit. Yeah, that would have also not have happened ever. So, <laughs> all right. So yes. here's the story. So, um, back in uh, the beginning of just before the 2018 Marble Olympics, um, the original IMC started, um, and we were tasked with. Um, you know, multiple different things. One of the things that we discussed were the reserve marbles. Going back to the Momo Momo question. Oh, that's right. I remember now. <laughs> going back to the Momo Momo question um, and Mimo coming to the Marble Olympics, um, everyone decided that, well, every team needed a reserve marble. And um, I actually submitted a list of names for every single team, what their reserve name should be. And I actually did go um, a, a playoff of the, the term limelight like you said um just because i thought that was a clever name um but that was actually my submission for the limers reserve marble in uh in the imc that's that's I, actually interesting that's interesting i never would have gotten i, rem- I remember you t- i remember hearing that in the discord way back when it, i first joined like that uh that, I, I, the moment we started talking about it, i was like oh wait a minute now i remember <laughs> Yep. Mr. Waff, you tried though. You really did try. I, w- I, very, I very wish close. my guess was true because that'd be so much more hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it would be, but you know, it was pretty far off. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he saw a lime and a lamp just randomly next to each other, and he's like, "Oh, that's a marble name." There we go. Though, <laughs> <laughs> though, sometimes you wonder how some of these marble names are come up with, you know. That'd be a good. That'd be a good episode. Just talk, talking yeah, how these names. Momo's yeah. name, I do. I still understand. I said the Momo dumple. The Momo dumpling that's named after is like maybe a slight green. Sometimes it's never dark green. I've never understood why Momo is named, but it is. I'd love to hear the story behind it because to me, it doesn't resemble a dumpling at all. 
I'm pretty sure it was just suggested on like a Facebook post and like the name. But oh my- I, what are, one of the things I love about Team Momo, <laughs> I just love about Gel in general. I guess I don't know if he came up with the names or whoever came up with the names, but if he did, uh, this is more this is I guess directed to him. But I love how it was just so silly. Like it wasn't like he had picked picked the team and he came up with four super serious names that would make it all super serious. But he's just like, you know what, Team Momo. I really don't have any ideas, so let's just go with Mo, Momo, Momo, Mo, and Momo, Momo. Yeah. And let's just yes. do that. that, that <laughs> or like for two Raspberry Racers, Rizzy, Razzy, Rosie, and Ruzi, or whatever it is. <laughs> you just, uh, he's just like, with, you know what? <laughs> with like the Rojo Rollers. Rojo Uno, Rojo Dos, Rojo Tres. I mean, it's just so like <laughs> silly. <laughs> and actually, that silliness is what makes me love uh, it so much more. Like when I talk about Fubica, and they are a great quality channel, like I've said, but they like they like make it all country names and things like that, and that literally right. turns me off in some ways to the videos because like besides him being a little bit disorganized, um, as far as tournaments go, I mean it's it, it's like like ugh, I don't want to see countries that I know of. I want to see like random names. I want this to be a whole different world. Right, and JMR. Yeah. It's created like its old own different world as opposed to relating it to the real world. It's like there's no relations ever to the real world as opposed to like them asking you to buy the merch, which I did. But uh, it, 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 I mean, it, there's no relations, and it's like almost like a great, it's like a nice escape, a whole different world I can be in. And because they because they name you know Team Momo's names are Momo 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 a bunch of times. I mean, <laughs> it it really it, it pulls it pulls you in. It does, and um, yeah, that was my point. Yeah, and like uh, for me, so like with the uh, like there have been more like Olymp- I remember seeing like Olympics stuff te- technically like way back in the day. They were always like with countries, and for me like and like even like gel like the first marble Olympics technically was like they did a standard country marble race before the first twenty sixteen marble Olympics. I don't know if any of you guys remember that, but that was something on their old channel. Like I don't. Stuff like that is was never really appealing to me because of stuff like that. Because it's like yeah. if my country lost, I had a very hard time trying to root for another country instead to still enjoy the video. But with Mar- with like something like Marble Olympics or Sand Marble Rally, I have a few marbles that I like, and so if one marble doesn't win, I can at least know that like my second pick or my my third pick won because. I, can, I, I just don't have, like, any connections with other countries, right, you know? because it's, like, a whole separate world. It's, like, walking into a whole different sport, and, like, you can pick any teams as opposed to, like, you know, like, uh, this might make more sense to you guys and the foreigners, but when it comes to, like, baseball, like, if, if they started naming all the marble teams with the same names as the baseball teams, I'm like, okay, well, I only root for one team. So, like, and that's just the way life is, and it's all, like, in real life so when like that team is out or if that team's not in it and then i'm like most of these teams i don't even know but i know another one so it makes it awkward as opposed to just a new world with limers and a bunch of other different fruits that are marble team names now <laughs> yeah it, it, it it's just a whole new world and i can just appreciate it i mean like i actually don't have a favorite team believe it or not really i kind of i have a top five and the top five is is to be revealed way different time but it's I'm not really a top. Too. I, I have like yeah. probably three main teams, and then like a couple other ones. You know, I root for if the other teams aren't doing so good. But I don't right. really yeah, have exactly like that, that one team. Well, I mean, you know, obviously I haven't watched the last probably half of this season. But you know, before when I was you know watching on a consistent basis, I would root for probably four or five teams, depending. 
Yeah, I mean, I do a similar thing. And, like, even those top five I have aren't like, okay, if those five aren't in, then there's no point in me watching it. I just pick a different one. I just pick a different team because I'm like, you know what? There's certain teams I like and there's certain teams I don't like as much. And you know what? Let's just hope one of the ones I like win as opposed to, like, oh, if, like, the Mets drop out, I'm just done watching the whole thing. You know? I mean, like, it's – that's a baseball team, by the way. But <laughs> I – it it – it, it does make it, I guess, like, that, the fact that it's own new world, I can appreciate it more. I think that's why, I mean, Fubica still pulls so many views, because a lot of people do appreciate keeping it to the real world, I guess. But like, I think it, there's a lot of people who who don't agree with you, or honestly, I feel the same way about the team names. There's a lot of people that appreciate having the countries, and they like watching, especially um, people who live outside of the U.S., they like seeing yeah. their country represented because it's really not in a lot of videos. That is true. That, that's true. A lot of countries that are not as known don't get as much representation on the internet, and so hearing their country's name represented in like even something as simple as a Marvel video, I can understand is like kind of a big deal to them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, we went quite on a tangent, and I still haven't said my trivia question, so I guess I'm not going to really make this a separate segment but just kind of flow it into this podcast but i'll do my question um i had a more simpler question i didn't want to start too hard but i just mine was what are the eight teams that will be competing in the m games i know hershey obviously you know this so <laughs> mr waff why don't you say to me oh boy. what are the eight teams that are competing no, in, competing no in cheating. m games you cannot go to right. the MSP well, discord okay well my, he's my, totally in there right funny now. enough Stop. my Stop. virtual desktop is not working right now so i can't see my desktop anymore so I'm using the Oculus right now, and so I can't see it. So I, 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 I can't, recording, I can't, man. I can't cheat. So, so it's the t- telescopics, the metamorphics, the the hornets, the the uh the 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 po- the, 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 the poison frogs. I I, I can. Yeah. I, that's the name of the team, right? Poison Frogs. I'm pretty. It, it's yeah, a fro- okay. Poison Frogs. That's four. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, sh- come on, come on. Dang it. We haven't talked about M- like um M- so much has not happened with MSPNs recently that I've forgotten a lot. Shoot. Uh, no, no, no. Come on, I know this. You're, you're trying though. Like that's the good part. I got you're half of them. I got half party. of them. Uh, Maybe I don't. I don't know if the Hornets is one of them. Uh, there, not, oh, right? it was either Hornets or Bumblebees. But it was, I know they, they had a, I'm pretty sure it was Hornets, because Bumblebees is in Marble Olympics. But Hornets is also in Marble Showdown. Wait, what? So the guys said... <laughs> she's like, oh, well, either Hornets wait, or Bumblebees, alright? One of the two. They're both flying yellow insects. And they're both in the Marble Olympics, so... Wait, what? Oh, shoot. They're oh, both in Marble I, Showdown. Like, I, I mean, there's, there's no other the, way around that. The, the poison frogs are the same Marble... As the oh, that's right. Their color scheme is exactly the same. Yeah. Dang. Oh, that was it. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, I've only got three of them then. Yeah. You Shoot. Only okay. Three. Okay. Wait. Let me give this a shot because I actually don't know the answer to this either. If you if you have many more guesses though, go ahead. Okay. So I did telescopics, metamorphics, poison frogs. Then there is the. <sighs> Dang. <laughs> uh. Shoot. Wow. I. I completely forgot the team names. You're gonna get this. I know you're gonna get it. You're really good. I'm trying to remember. The, I'm, I'm trying to. Look, I'm trying to think back to the icons and the the, the emoticons for the MSPN channel. Uh, it's here. Come on. Uh, 
You'll get it. You're gonna get it. Like you're just you're doing great. No, right I, I, no I'm not. I, 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 I'm so, I'm so, I'm sorry. I, can't, I give up. I can't even check anymore because my desktop isn't working. Gosh dang it. Wait, 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 wait. You got the recording though, right? It's, oh, it's, it's just... recording. Don't worry. It's still going. It's just I can't and I can't interact through my Oculus right now for some reason. Imagine if I like you couldn't send me the recording and I just like put the episode on with me and Hershey, so then she'd be quite quiet for like that would be very awkward. A minute, <laughs> that'd be so funny. <laughs> it'd, it'd be funny, but it'd be kind of strange. All right, all like right. So if you want to try when I done this too long then i'll do that <laughs> i'm up if you want to try you can go ahead although you've already been given yeah. three answers so far i actually don't know the answer i didn't look up the answer to this question because i am so prepared but i mean uh i think i know most fair, of them i think i can get six they were announced what? a long time ago just to be yeah. fair it was a long time ago and back. not a whole lot is not a whole lot has happened <laughs> yeah all right so there's eight of them let me give this a shot so we got poison frogs because mr waff said that we have telescopics because he said that and then we have uh the other one that he said which i can't remember uh, <laughs> Metam- thank you hershey you're a really nice guy metamorphics uh so that's the three he said i obviously know a fourth one because i do the instagram for that page uh the whiteouts oh dang it How did uh, I forget you're them? gonna say that like three more times we also have yes, the woodland fo- yes, foxes shout out to beta wolves <laughs> if you Listen to this episode. The woodland foxes are in there as well. That was a team I was looking tridents. forward to. How did I forget the I woodland know. foxes? We have the tridents. Oh, this is uh, so bad. Which, which they they are cool too. The tridents are cool. Apparently so that's six most, of them. Two most forgettable teams. Who are they? <sighs> uh, just really, really, right now, Mister Hirsch. I mean, come on, man. Just I'm trying. Um, <clears throat> let me see. I'll be honest. They Let's are think pretty of- forgettable at this point. Oh, dude, I can do this though. I know I can do this. I thought always. I always forgot Metamorphics because that was always like a forgettable team. But I'm gonna See, try to remember these that's other like, ones. That's like that's a cool team name though, so people will remember. Right. I remember, right, I remember the icon like, for it all the time. There's two other teams. There are. That's true, and I don't know them. That's also true, but I'm gonna try. Um, let's think. Uh, you realize that you're struggling to answer your own trivia question, right? <laughs> Shut up. <clears throat> mm, well, uh, I'm gonna have to mute someone real quick. Okay, so I'm gonna mute him real quick. I forgot that you did, that this was your question. How would you forget? I asked because, you because you didn't know the answers. Oh, it's your, you should know the oh, answers to your own question. I'm just trying to challenge myself too. Okay, Mr. Waff, if oh I know if I looked up the answer, then this wouldn't be very good, wouldn't it? You guys need help. Oh, help! Yeah. One I need a lot is, of help. One team is green. Oh, that that's just oh my god. <laughs> uh gr- not the green gang. <laughs> uh, uh we're both uhing. This is this is great. This is this is great podcasting green. right now. This is awesome. The, the clovers! The clovers! Oh dude, you're oh, yeah. right, yes. dude. They are so forgettable, the clovers. That that's that's <laughs> Yeah, I wonder who asked this question, because that was a good one. Oh yeah, I gee, I wonder who. Yeah, I think it was one of our viewers, our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last team. I mean, give me the color of the marble. Uh, well, I'll give the you a hint. this team actually started as an Instagram page. Oh, is it the Teal Breakers? No, no, right? No, no not no, them, no, right? No, no, no. no. Uh, oh, the Mountain Tumblers. Yes, the mountain tumblers. I knew there was another. There was a mountain named something in there, but I. I, I knew it was the mountain tumblers because there, I actually I the, was talking to that. There was. Guy a, I remember the mountain icon in the chats, but I couldn't remember the name that went with the mountain. 
and he he's quite or a good logo Mountain creator. Volcano. He made some great ones. I I actually forgot he was a part of it though. Like I thought he was. I know the Teal Breakers and the Mountain Tumblers. I both remember them as Instagram pages, so I couldn't remember which one. All right. Well, that was just, okay. So now that we're done with trivia, at least if I can just walk over to my computer real quick, so I can see what. The next segment that we were going to talk about was... Is narrating Mr. Waff's life. Yes. He's walking over his computer. Uh, so he asked about upcoming M games, like what to expect and like what events. Oh, right, right, right. Like, the right, events. Right, right, and, like, right, to right, 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 right. I'm the host. Thank you. Th- um, this, this trivia actually was perfect for introducing the teams because we literally just listed all of them off. Yeah. So one more time. Let's see if I can remember because I want to actually list them out all together so people can get this. Uh, Metamorphics, Woodland Foxes, Whiteouts, Clovers... Mountain tumblers, poison frogs, um, sh- shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even remember which ones I listed. The clovers. Like two, of the, so, two of the first ones that you listed, are you're not missing. Oh come! Did you just? I'm done. The telescopics. Did I telescopics? Telescopics. And <laughs> it's the telescopic. same mess. I tried to wrap it up well, but nope. Come on, oh, they, they got like the coolest logo. Yeah, tele- telescopics is the, is awesome. Yeah, no, Telecast no, no, quick no, one. Mr. Dark Archon. The team you're missing. Oh, did he, did he miss one? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, come on. Did, poison. Did I say Poison Frog? Yeah, I did. Tridents. The Tridents. Oh, yes. Tridents. Yes. I remember them, too. I was like, ha, I got you, Mr. Waff, because I remember the Tridents, and then I forgot them. Dude, this is like... Uh, this is good work, though. Okay, so um, th- that's that was your trivia segment. Um... If you like that, then yeah, we're gonna do it again. I'm probably gonna do it a few more times. It was actually a lot more fun than I expected to, it to be. Try to, yeah, because we have to like uh, show the, all the listeners that we don't know a lot of stuff, <laughs> even though we're doing a podcast. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny though. I like it. But um, I feel like I don't. Yeah, do me guys a favor. If you're listening right now, please pause this audio and comment if you want to see this trivia section again uh i would love to hear from you guys a little bit i really want to know if this uh you want to keep hearing this uh we'll probably try to no no more things but the fun is that we don't know things so that's the fun part of it so yep comment if you want to hear it again and if you have questions definitely write in or voice message in or whatever to give me trivia questions and i will uh make mr waff fail and our <laughs> guests fail uh but in any event we are going to move on. We are going to move on to M Games because that's relevant and soon to come out. So Hershey, why don't you tell us what is M Games? Uh, when is when is this? And well, yeah. All right. So there's a really really long story. Should I tell the whole story? Uh, if it's sure. really really long, then I'm just going to end the episode now. <laughs> so I guess just tell the short version of it. All right. Well, it's it's still kind of long, even for the short version. That's fine. I gotta tell kind of long is different. I gotta tell you how this started because I'm sure there are f- maybe a few, like three people, that remember hearing the the name M Games like two years ago. I don't know if either you remember hearing that or not. Probably not. I remember but it a while ago, but this was back when. Um, if you guys don't know the history of MSPN. It was originally called Inside the Marble Olympics, and this was during the uh, beginning, basically all the way through the 2018 Marble Olympics. And this was... I remember that. It was really good work. Good interviews. Was, well, uh, I don't know about that. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, it was, the, it, was, it was the only it was work the fir- at the time, it was so the it was first really step good forward. work. It was the first step forward. There you go. Yeah, now, now, look, um, now look where we are here. I mean, so, like that was good, though. This was actually... 
the M Games sprouted as an idea to be an extreme marble games, and hence the name M Games. Um, kind of a play on the X Games Extreme. That's games. what I was thinking. That, uh, um, I thought I didn't really know that, but I thought it was going to be some sort of like extreme sports type of marble edition. And I'm so glad that it kind of is. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it was was supposed to mean. The name. And I'm like real excited. Where it came from. Um, but this initially sprouted as an idea inside of the IMC with me and a few other people. Um, that included um, Fi. I don't know if you. I don't know who you've had on here. Um, or who everyone knows, but um, Fi used to be, you know, a pretty big name, um, and started the wiki, um, modded the subreddit uh, for the Marble Olympics. Um, was an idea with him, um, Bob the Great. He's worked on some MSPN stuff. He actually um, recorded a few episodes of Marble Mayhem season one. Um, he's done a lot of Algodoo stuff on his own channel as well. Um, but really it, cool. it was yeah. the two of us mainly, uh, or the three of us mainly, um, who came up with this idea. And we actually had a whole list of events. Um, well, I think it was like six or seven events that we had come up with, along with other teams that we were planning on having. This was supposed to be a, an event or a, a series on JMR initially. Um, and we pitched it to the IMC um, with teams like the purple stars were supposed to host and make their marble games debut um in that series um the old pinkies which are now the current pinkies again um they were going to be named the erasers that's a fun fact um, <coughs> the erasers interesting and we had uh the idea was to make it extreme but also give an outlet for all those teams that we didn't like that in the 2018 marble olympics almost half the teams that we saw didn't make the actual competition. Um, right. 12, yeah, 12 that's, of the 28 that's a... teams didn't actually make it in, and we all hated that. Um, and so I understand that. In, yeah, I definitely do. We threw in a lot of teams, like the Rojo Rollers um, were supposed to be in it. Um, Team Primary was going to be in it. Um, teams like that, um, that not necessarily all that missed the Marble Olympics that year. We also had the Limers in the M games, we really just kind of tried to split the popular teams into the Marble Olympics and the M games. And you try and make those smaller teams like team primary, or even like the Thunderbolts who have done well before, but they're really not that popular of a team and make them bigger players in a big series. That was the initial idea for the M games. And we initially pitched the idea to gel and he approved the idea and we had the go on it, um, and he he asked for our opinions on the events and how they should be made. Um, but then a couple days later, we hear back from um, Jelly and Dion that um, they think it was going to be too expensive to make, um, so they canceled it, um, which was really frustrating for the three of us because um, they had given us the go on it. We were really excited for it. Um, we really wanted to see how it would turn out, and um, that was actually what kind of pushed us to convert the channel from Inside the Marble Olympics to MSPN and to make our own things because we felt like we were being held back. Um, right, because that was a great idea, and like you weren't able yeah. to do it, so you wanted to try to and, do it anyway, and, and it was it was good. And uh, the reason I said some of you might remember hearing the name M Games before was after this all went down, the same day, um, Fi actually posted a poll asking 
if the fans would want to see a series like that. And the poll was tremendously positive. I think it was 94 to 6, something like that, um, to yes, rather than no, that they wouldn't want to see it. Um, huh. And the headliner was that it was going, the championship was going to be decided in a, a race through fire. Um, oh, that would be so cool. So, oh, that would every, be absolutely. Oh, please do that. that idea. Please um, do that. So, what actually ended up happening from the M Games was uh, one of the initial events that I came up with for the M Games was an event called Jousting. Um, and you might recognize that name from the first event of Marble Mayhem. Mm-hmm. What happened was um, when we transitioned the, the channel over to MSPN and kind of let go of that Marble Olympics name and tried to distance ourselves a little bit from JMR, but still make content on their, on their videos. Um, from the ashes. Was, we, we knew we couldn't afford to make real marble races. We had right. no budget at all. Um, oh, yeah. And this is when Bob really came to the rescue, and he had made Agudu races in the past, and he offered to you know, help make a series to try and, you know, get our channel really started and making our own things. And that's when oh, so the Mayhem 2D, started. The 2D Algadu came first because you didn't have the budget to be able to do some real marble uh, 3D work. And then after you did that a couple of seasons, then you're like, why did you come into some money? Did you earn it from the YouTube? So you felt like you could actually do a sort of a real event or did you just get the equipment for it? So, well, what happened was, so basically we made marble mayhem as a a 2d version of what we wanted the m games to initially be and it did really well and um you know we didn't end up ever making money from the channel um from just those videos because they weren't extremely popular um you know they were really good for our channel like like six thousand subscribers now though so you could you you're on your way to getting some stuff we do um, but there's a good reason why we're that high um and it's a video much later down the line but, um, you know, we were getting about, you know, one of the milestones that I remember us wanting to hit, and we hit it for the first time um, with event six of Marvel Mayhem, the uh, Seesaw, which we thought was going to flop just because of the name. Um, but it was such a crazy event. And that goes was, back to yeah, what you guys cool. were talking about. That, one. Um, that goes back to what you guys were talking about with the, the dirt race. You said it was it was just chaos. That's basically what, what you saw from the seesaw and was that the one where you had the um the block that would kind of bounce the marbles up and you had to stay on top of it dude that one that that one i actually really liked dude that one was a really good one how about that that was the first the first time that we hit our milestone of getting 1000 views in the first 24 hours um and that was always something that we really tried to hit um, and we hit it again with the dropper the finale which i thought was really good um I, i enjoyed that a lot um you know, but uh, where was I going with that? Hmm. Uh, I, think I guess you're, you're, into end games. You were detailing, I think, how you were gaining um, a following, like to I guess, like to you eventually build up to trying to make the end games happen. Yeah. So, so what happened was, um, you you asked about um, how the end games came to be. Um, you know, we continued on with Marble Mayhem, and it continued to do pretty well. Um, season. Yeah, you had a two, second season. Yeah. Um, it didn't do as well as I was hoping, but I think I was wanting it to just take off, um, and it it didn't. But it it did really well, and I really enjoyed the ending of that season because it was way better than season one. Season two um, was fa- I, 
I know, and I, I talked about this in Discord way back when I first joined. Like, but like, it it went so perfectly. Like, and and the crazy thing is that, and many people who were involved in <laughs> the tests, guys, those were a lot tonight. Those were all first takes. We didn't redo anything from that season, and just the fact that it ended the way it did was was so. It was almost the perfect finale. Um, and you know, I think marbles, you know? the, the, the big thing that I was trying to do, I knew that Marvel Mayhem wouldn't be the, the extent of what we could do on the channel, but I think really the biggest thing was that, you know, I know the idea behind Marvel Mayhem was good, but it's, it's not one of those things that's going to blow up. Um, I was using that as an outlet to try and upgrade the production quality i guess i, I could say interesting like, get your name I out there like that if you go back to you know if you go back to season one episode one and then you go and watch the finale to season two it's it's not even the same thing you know it's completely different <laughs> i gotta and, agree with that i did i did went back and re- binge <clears throat> the show at one point and i gotta say that there is a b- pretty big difference between the two I think we found we kind of found our groove you know we started with you know, there was cheering in the background. Um, people didn't necessarily like that. Um, so we <laughs> made it quieter, and then it just went away. Um, the graphics kind of found their place as well. Um, you know, and everything just kind of fell into place, and we got into a groove. But the dangerous thing about getting in a groove is that you never improve if you just keep going straight. And that's where, <clears throat> not the M games, yeah, but Marblades came in. Oh, um, Marblades was oh I loved Marblades. And Marblades I, at first I was a little bit like oh they're just putting a marble on top of a blade, but there's something so appealing about Marblades. It was like it was like to me that's the first extreme marble sport. When you talk about like uh, extreme sports, like to me that's you know I can picture it. I picture like a, a dirt arena type place and like you know like like a boxing ring type around all the the, the blades and it, ah it was, it was it was such because like. Here's here's what where I've been thinking because like JMR, great job in the Marble Olympics, but they're like they're very professional and like um uh, how do you say like kind of clean type of uh event and like you know even the Sand Marble Rally, I mean even though it's outside and everything, it's kind of done. You know everything's like bit- lined up really nice and and everything and uh, I mean when you go to the M Games, it it, it was it I love how it's kind of like the other side of Marvel Sports. So like it's not like a a recopy of the Marble Olympics, but it's like its own extreme sport kind of higher contact, higher uh, risk reward type of Marble Sport. And and, and that's why I love I actually ended up loving Marblades, and and that's why I'm so excited for M Games because it's kind of a different genre. I'm not watching another Marble Olympics. I'm watching a new Marble Sports tournament. And like and I th- I think the the biggest thing that I saw for in terms of backlash from Marblades was that comment. It's just a marble on top of a Beyblade, but aren't they all just marbles rolling down a track in the Marble Olympics? You know, it's it's the same thing. You (laughs) got to use that imagination. You want to believe that these marbles aren't just sitting on top. They're they're driving these machines, and I think that 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 first video when everyone saw what it what it was and what it became. I think that really showed everyone the direction we're going in. We're not going to be, you know, that side of marble sports that, you know, freaks out over Momo Momo getting chipped. 
we're not going to care. That's oh, there will something... be chips in the extreme Marvel sports games. I guarantee <laughs> that's, it. That's going to be something that fans are going to, you know, they're going to you know, be yelling at their screen when something happens and congratulating the other side for doing something like that to the other team. And yeah. that was that was our way of kind of testing out that idea and also introducing, you know, IRL Marvel races onto our channel. That was the first one. Um, you know, I guess it's not really a race, but it's a competition. Um, something I want to mention about Marvel races before we move on, like, is like a lesser channel. Like, um, a lot of times, like in especially Algadu, like they would say, like, oh, it's like cycling, but instead, like for like the Marvels, like <laughs> cycling, but like instead of actually putting the Marvel like on a bicycle, they would just make an entire new object, like an, an actual bicycle or like a car-looking thing, instead of actually like putting the Marvel in a car. And so, when doing Marblades, like Generally, what I, what I would expect when I hear that is like they're going to make a mar, um, a Beyblade represent a specific marble that looks the same in the color design, but doesn't actually have the marble involved. But you actually putting the marble on the Beyblade for me was that's a big just, difference. Was more than I expected. Well. Correct. See, and what the what the thing is is that people don't know how difficult that was to do. It was extremely difficult to make Marblades work. Um, you know, that was an idea that was been it was being worked on for months because we just couldn't get them to launch right you know and we we had a really really difficult time getting both sides to launch at the same time and to get them even and that was such a difficult thing especially because if you know how the launchers work there's not a hole for those models <laughs> to go in there's uh, not <laughs> we had to make we had to custom make launchers with you know we we bought washers and we had to you know glue all of those together and then take another launcher work. and basically bust it apart drill a hole in the middle of it um interesting and we we went through like four different launchers that all failed and the arena if you've ever looked at the arena it's actually got three holes on the top one for a light and then two that have nothing those were initially where the launchers were supposed to go but apparently the way beyblades work is that they have to be on some sort of angle to launch so when they're facing straight down you would you you pull the uh the rip cord and it, it just it wouldn't do anything. it would just it would just stay on the uh, on the launcher which was extremely frustrating and that's why they're kind of mm. angled in the corners um so it was an really engineering difficult. mind <laughs> yeah. Hershey. and as, uh, Hershey. Yeah. as a as a patron i can confirm like there was a lot of like construction with it. there's for like a several, i think a good month or two you were you were posting uh photos of the construction and stuff for marblades that before it came out like there was a lot of work that went yeah. behind that yeah there was there was a lot of behind the scenes that most people didn't see like you said being a patron you see all that a lot of people didn't see all that work that went into that and um you know the i understand the gripe about them just sitting on top but you know this was it's better than not having them all definitely it's i I like it and the fact if i could cut in here just the fact that you just told me that you had to like break open the launchers and re-put them back together like that whole like makeshift type thing it, it just kind of goes it, it falls into that theme of extreme sports with me like instead of just uh it uh give me one sec keep going with something i have to, give, I have to do something real quick uh, okay uh all right well that's pressure <laughs> um <laughs> well i'm gonna wait for him to get back because i was gonna tell him something I, i'm not avoiding his question but i'll 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 under i'll make him understand why I'm saying all this before 
getting yeah i'm back and i'm probably not even gonna edit that out because that's too much work so (laughs) i probably just totally came (laughs) and interrupted something all right right. (laughs) uh uh yeah but i yeah i had to quickly attend to something random but i mean if you if you made it this far in the podcast you probably don't give a shit so (laughs) i mean (laughs) yeah yeah hi hi guys who make it this far you guys are the real ones but anyway i was going to say and i don't i don't know what the hell you just said because i had to deal with someone real quick so i'm just gonna keep going with what i was saying we didn't really go anywhere um (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that, that sounds about right <laughs> but uh less than 10 seconds so <laughs> oh was i okay well you were counting oh, how about that um but what i was gonna say is just the fact that you had to make makeshift ones kind of goes with that theme of extreme sports the theme of like rugged kind of right you had to cut into the launchers you had to you had to do that it wasn't just like a professional clean thing and it's a, it's a great theme and i hope that you continue that theme with the m games and things like that because it's just it makes it its own thing and and especially like i said after after i just heard you say you had to cut into it i almost love it even more like i know it was not just some uh easy thing it was an actual you know rugged experience it gets this extreme sport going i mean and I, I just love the idea. I mean, I, I got to cut in and say, I hope that you consider doing some kind of collision, like the fidget spinner collision, but like an even more extreme thing where like marbles might actually get chipped. That is, that would be so cool. And like, even maybe if you allow marbles to be chipped to compete, it's almost like marbles that have been weathered down by the competition. Oh man, that, that would just make it its own amazing thing. Like you have this professional Olympics, then you come over here and you have marbles with bruises all over trying to battle their way through and it, uh, it, it's a great vision man like I, I really like where you're going with this so what I was what I was saying to Waff for the five seconds you were gone <laughs> was that um, I'm not like totally avoiding your question I know you asked me right at the top about the end games but I'm yeah. trying to get a point across here that even if you go all the way back to the beginning of MSPN when it was inside the Marble Olympics the goal has always been to create something new and different something that hasn't been done before or at least not the way we're doing it um interesting you know the original the actual first video that we ever made as a squad was um the (laughs) one-on-one with kinnaman which is actually one of our better performing interviews that was actually a proof of concept video um for for gel um we were going to put it on the main channel um but they ended up not doing that um but what happened was you know the initial idea for interviews was actually not my idea. It was somebody else who was in the IMC, um, but we didn't think anything like that had ever done been done before, and so we went for it. And then you look at um, Marble Mayhem, and you know obviously there are tons of Algodou series, but right. I feel like it was really really different. You know the all the events. Um, most of the events at least are very original um and as far as i know it was the first augadu series to have commentary constant commentary throughout the entire thing um play by play um and it was the first augadu series that at least i had ever seen that had marbles that were named single marbles not teams that had an entire season of events keeping track of points and awarding a champion are you um, talking about like seasons one of two, one and two of your Algodoo? They also yes. weren't, right. they, yeah, 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 definitely. They also, That's a great yeah. point. And they also weren't just colored name marbles; they were like, like a design of marble that had a specific name. Right. Like, like that was that was one of the other unique parts about Marble Mayhem that I liked. 
And, and so that's one was... of the reasons some of these Marvel channels keep succeeding. They bring in that kind of personal connection because now they have a name, they have a look, they have a style, they even have a logo and sometimes. And that kind of, it kind of makes it more uh relatable or not relatable but you want to watch it more because you want to know you don't want to you don't want to just like oh you see a bunch of random colors on the screen oh which one's going to finish first but now you want to know oh does limelight win the next one does helios win the next one does dragon's breath win the next one does uh tidad win the next one sorry just flexing my knowledge of uh <laughs> the marvel mayhem names but <laughs> it, it you want to know the, polygon the fun thing, uh, is, the fun thing uh, is that when you said those yeah. names there were probably listeners out there that either like were so proud that they just heard their marbles name or just like cringed because you said Helios's name <laughs> yeah, like depending so on what they're fans of right <laughs> and and like I mean that transfers over to so many of the the better marble sports channels you hear the name of your team like you know like you know the fact that Limer's fan is now somewhat of an insult it's, it's more of a joke than it is a real insult but if you know if you call someone the Limer's fan people know oh that's not that's not meaning they're an amazing 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 human being it may be a joke but it's like a thing it's a thing to actually look at a Limer's fan as like not good and like a rangers fan is so mainstream and a green ducks fan is like you know you know what i'm saying like like the, you can give that different uh kind of i totally don't have the word i'm very sorry but the, you you really are killing it tonight mr Mercy. <laughs> uh association between uh you know the teams and, and yourself and and that's what makes it so great. Even something as simple as a 2D Algodoo race, once you have commentary and team names and even logos, then people are relating it to more. Because they want to know who wins. They want to know, does my marble win or does it not? Instead yeah. of just a lot of them I see, they just throw colors, circled colors down down the track or, or marbles even. And they're like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, and there's no like, there's no connection you can make. I mean, you might, for the video, wanna want a certain one to win, but then afterwards you're like, okay, well, I don't even know what that one's called, so I don't even give a shit. So, Honestly, I mean... <laughs> that's, that's definitely one of the big things with Marvel Mayhem, but another, and possibly the biggest thing that I've seen with that over other Algodoo series um, would be the commentary. Um, yes, definitely. Because I... I out of all the ones that I've I've seen, and I haven't seen a lot, um, Wafu might have seen more. I have seen but, um, so many. I can tell you, I, you are I, you're right. I, you're I, unique. Commentary is like unique to your channel. I have not very few people have done it, and people who have done it did it after you. See, and I think that yeah, I've 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 heard of other channels doing it, um, but mostly what I've heard is that they either cut in between matches and just kind of gave an update, or it did happen after us. Um, but that's just another point to, we want to be unique and original and, you know, start a trend. And that's definitely where Marvel Mayhem came from and definitely where it went and even where it is today, even though it's kind of on hold. Um, and we can maybe talk about that later. I don't know how much time we have left, but um, we don't have too much. I'm always going to cut in when you're finished with your comment, but go ahead. Um, but then when you go on to M or to Marblades and you talked about it, how that's, that was so unique and obviously had never been done before either. And that's where I was going with all of this before talking about the M games, um, is that we want to be really unique with these events and with this series, that's always been a goal of the channel. Um, and I don't know if either of you remember or if anyone knows um, because it was announced a long time ago um, 
you, when we were announcing the teams, there was six marbles um, in the picture. Um, three regular looking marbles and then one that was like solid color off on the side. And everyone assumed that that was the captain. Yeah. Everyone either thought, yeah, a captain, AKA like a coach. And that, that was just something to represent the head of the team. Um, But that's not what they are. These are competitors and they are metal marbles is what we're calling them. Um, And metal metal members. Um, And they'll have their own events and they might even, I'm not quite sure at this point if it's, if it's logistically possible, but they may compete in team events and give a whole new aspect to, you know, if you had a relay race with five marbles and you could place the metal member anywhere on that line, where would you place it? You know, that gives a whole new, you know, um, strategy point into right right because you have this like there's not just one form so it's not just complete random chance it's still random and chaotic but it's also like beforehand i have to make a decision where would this metal marble best best be and it's almost like you're creating good fan engagement or like good engagement from people actually involved in it as well as keeping it chaotic and random i actually really like that yeah you have good ideas one of the things that i was thinking about doing um i'm not quite sure on it yet um but i was thinking of getting a committee of maybe five members or uh, five people per team and kind of making those coaching decisions for that team and so it's not just so cool it's not just random and this and this is an m games yes or a different thing um oh i uh, would i get to do whiteouts because i run the instagram or the you know probably yeah (laughs) yay Um, yay yay i'm happy uh, talk to me later (laughs) <laughs> I think that would that's that's a really cool idea because you know if you had if you went out and you saw that I don't know let's say for instance the Tridents did really really well in a relay race because they put the metal marble third let's say in the line um, interesting I've I've never tested this so I have no idea if that's good or not um, and then you have <laughs> let's say you guys chose Giving to put bad, the whiteouts metal marble metal metal member um, at the end of the line. And they didn't do as well. I, 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 that's probably wrong. It's probably opposite from what I just said. But um, that You'll decision, if that was made by the creator of the video, it would feel, you know, I guess rigged. Would you? You would say the word is, yeah. or just right, right? Because biased. then, like, you're like, oh, one guy is just kind of, you know, fixing fixing this whole thing because he like he exactly. he probably he's tested this, he knows. But then, like, if every if like each team, uh, what eight teams or whatever, has a different person that's in charge and they're like not even making the videos and they're coming outside and they just each time write in oh throw my metal marble in second because i think that'd be cool or i think that'd be smart i think that would win that kind of creates a new element and dude oh my god dude you have no i was kind of thinking about something uh recently in the world of marble sports just that little bit of fan engagement oh it's a it's a it's a deal maker man like that it's so it just literally just the fact that i can sit there and choose where my metal marble goes the it, it doubles in my opinion the the awesomeness of the fan engagement and oh my god that, like it's a, that's a really good idea and 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 it, it like like i hope to see that um and i might be able to do that because i own a team but like it's it's really it's own, just you don't oh, own the team why that's mine but um it, it's just oh it's such a great idea to like involve us in a way that 
it's not going to affect the results. It's not like I'm releasing the marble, so everyone's going to release it with different power. But I make a decision that's going to affect my team. Because you know, obviously, it's, it's it's like you've got yeah. just fans coaching the team and coming together as one to make a decision. It's oh, not amazing. like one person sitting there making a decision for a team. You're going to have like a a group of people who are deciding for this team what would be best, and that's just one part of the fan engagement that we're looking to to get into with um the m games that's um, absolutely so cool you know, and like got... and like think about it fan bases um that come around these teams that you created like may- maybe the team the, the owner of the team could put out polls each time oh where should we put the metal marble then all of a sudden everyone's engaged and everyone feels like not only do they get to pick their team and enjoy it but they actually have an effect on how this team does because they put a vote in where am i going to put the metal, metal marble the majority of the the fans put it um, third, and and so if you were voted third, you're like, whoa, I made that difference in the team. I'm actually definitely. making a difference. Um, it's it, it's it actually is a really really good idea. We're and, definitely gonna write that down, Mr. Wall, for a different and, episode. So yeah, I do want to point out, like that's He's another thing that, that I kind of like. Um, what what your idea here is like uh, <laughs> over um something happened in gels. It's like for I don't know if you knew about this, but like um t- um because the Ocean X did so poorly, they actually fired they fired their coach. They, right? Yeah. And like they, yeah. they, they like, part, and like so they they made up like a um, Stinth made like uh, an article about how like the the team members talk about how like the their um, Tide worked better as a team member not as a coach like he didn't understand like how like that they weren't doing as well and that's why they didn't perform well like well I do like that like it's like it's all been like a role playing to like, so fabricating drama Definitely. is is fun and all but being having the like actual people who are literally being the coaches or a group of people being the coaches makes a more in part makes it more personal and make it can actually instead of just being a fabricated reason for losing and be a literal reason for losing like it was actually lost because you made that bad decision and right right yeah like when you see in jmr you often see like uh, a random fan interference obviously that stage yeah. and i think those are like the yeah. first step into really getting creative with it and i really like those but it's staged so like See, that honestly, marble team yeah honestly i i i hate those um well i guess i don't know if i hate all of them but you know the ones that are are just so forced and when it happens time and time again you know and with you know, teams getting into fights with each other and fans getting thrown out and making teams the bad guy. That's where I think the line needs to be drawn. Because, yeah. you know, personally, I my original favorite team was Team Primary. I'm just going to put that out there. I know you can laugh at me. <laughs> but I am laughing at team you. Team Primary was my original um, favorite team. And uh, this was back when I, when I binge-watched the first half of the 2016 Marble Olympics. And they were awful. But I still, I still really liked them, and they were my team. And all of a sudden, in the last two years, or I guess three years now, since the course malfunction when Imar got a jump on the relay, they have just totally leaned into team primary should be hated, and they've just made their fan base go after other fan bases for no reason. They. I wholeheartedly believe that they rigged the um, the relay race from these previous qualifications. You know, um, maybe I'm a biased fan and I just hate that. But she didn't move <laughs> at all. You know, Mary, Mary didn't move at all when when the contact was made. So I'm I'm just saying, you know, go look at the replay. But um, 
you know, when you start making personalities for teams specifically, that was one of the things people didn't like about the interviews was that it gave their favorite quote athletes a personality and maybe that wasn't the personality they thought they had. And, you know, when you start doing that to teams in, you know, an actual official video, that's part of a series. I really, really don't like that. Um, especially when it feels like an attack on what, what was my favorite team. So, um, Sorry, yeah, because it was, like, was... random, right? Instead of, like, if the fans had an engagement of what to pick and what to order the players exactly. and see, stuff. And... and then it messed up. And then fans or coaches see, were angry yeah, because of decisions. Going, you know, they, they would probably start going after each other, not other teams' fans. <laughs> right, right, they would, right. They would I mean, they, well, fight I mean, with each other. The worst one for me, and, and, and to be honest, I do think the cool things they throw into JMR are creative. They're, remember, they're just beginning Marble Olympics. only started a few years ago. So, the, so when they do put in those little interferences, it's just the first step into making it as uh, realistic as they can, so I, I would cut them slack on that. But definitely, yeah. When I'm they, not, I'm wait, not like, it's, really? It's I mean, bad, we're talking. Let's talk about the qualifiers, okay? I mean, not even even outside of team primary. I mean, we were looking at um, what was it? Event two, event two with the Limers, and they they perform like second best overall, and then all of a sudden their fans throw like debris on the field or something, and they go, oh, their fans are angry. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why would you it's, throw it's, debris in the field if your team was doing good? That doesn't see like I mean, be at least somewhat thoughtful if you're yeah, gonna do those interferences. Don't make it like like it was so just out of context. Like not I mean I don't know if it was not thought out, but it didn't seem to make any sense. And I remember talking about that very early towards the beginning. Yeah. But it was just it's just weird. Like you remember that, right, Mister Waff? I mean, like it was why like they didn't make they didn't go with anything. That's true. And, and you, oh, and, and as soon as they can make that step where they can get fans involved with decisions and like a coach for each team that's a human that makes a decision each time, uh, I would love to be one, by the way, for, uh, for uh, like Green Ducks or something. I'm a huge Green Ducks guy. But uh, <laughs> as soon as they do something like that, then it would make more You're sense. So, so if a team... Huh? You're so meta. Green How am Ducks I so fan, meta? really? <laughs> dude, I was... Dude, Everyone before they... they were okay, do whoa, 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 whoa. Let's pull it back real, real, real quick. Before they were even doing good, before they were even doing good, I just saw their performance in the qualifiers. I was on this podcast saying they were going to be the ones to win. They were going to get top three or at least top five in the Marble Olympics before we saw them perform in the Marble Olympics. Uh, I was a believer before I saw. Uh, Okay, okay. I think, I I don't know if Waff remembers this or not, but in February when this team was announced in the MSPN Discord, I said they were going to perform extremely well. Because they're this. named after Hank Green. Because he basically saved their channel. That was my prediction. I have no oh, idea if that's even, why. I have no idea of any of that. So, so I definitely, definitely, like, don't blame me in that regard. Because I don't, I didn't know any of that. Uh, I, I thought they would just come up I with... vaguely remember a comment like that, but it, that was back in February. So that was, that was over six months ago. And remember, and dude, that's when I just, just got saying, into Marble yeah. Sports. So I had no idea any of the interactions between any of the people. So if you did that comment and I didn't even read it, I would have went over it like, oh... I'm just going to make X camo and show uh-huh. advertising down people's throats because I think that's going to win. I mean, I that's what I, that's what I was thinking. I wasn't I didn't understand that. So I I wouldn't even know. I just remember uh, now you you may be right, but I definitely saw the qualifiers, saw the performance and then was like, "Okay, that team is doing a good good. I'm going to call it beforehand." And they did. So See, I definitely like definitely feel like a fan that didn't just choose go with the bandwagon, but like one of the beginning Green Ducks fans before I even knew any of the stuff you just talked about. And I feel like the Hazers have a lot more fans now. I'm just gonna say that. Shout out to than Brian. When they were initially um, announced, 
um, because I was literally the only Hazers fan for like three months, and then <laughs> they did really well, and then now they I saw they got the podium um, this year, so you know they quit good. good they did. Good they've done extremely well. So I'm, hell. I'm. I mean, they're extremely fast. They're really awesome to watch. They, I love the marbles. The look of the marbles. Um, good skills. Yeah, smoggy, hazy. But I was like. I was honestly their only fan for a very long time. Um, you mentioned yeah. Imar. Well, Brian was, was always a and that was, fan that was too after this year. When they were announced, I just liked the look of the marbles. So that I was like, okay, they're, yeah. they're going to be my third team that I'm going to root for. That's why there's so many Rangers um, fans. You mentioned that Imar got into the controversy. Was, was it during this qualifi- the qualifiers for this year? Like what happened exactly? No, um, that was back in the 2017, um, like actually in the Marble Olympics. It was in the relay race. Um, and he he was the third out of four um marbles down the down the line that i don't know how they did the relay race this year but it was um they would sit on a block and then that block would get hit by the it was like yeah, passing yeah. a baton I remember that, by yeah. hitting the block and yeah um and imar somehow fell off of the block and started going forward before the um team member from behind i remember that now that's right and I don't, I don't know how that's even possible. But. Like, but, well, but maybe it was, but like if that was an accident, because that's something that really that could be easily stayed without seeing. Well, it, it's pro- it, then it was like a good use of an accident to make it like a team well, error. I, think, I, I, I don't well, mind that. Well, honestly, I think, like, I think maybe what happened is like because it's so unstable, someone probably accidentally, st- like maybe it was like it was upstairs or something that someone maybe stomped up somewhere and it shook the building and it shook the track and it fell off. But because they, maybe they didn't notice Definitely. it. And like they was, and that's, they probably didn't notice it maybe, and they didn't realize until maybe way later after the show was released. It's like, oh wait a minute, this was not their, it was not the fall of the track, like or the athletes, quote unquote. But someone accidentally made it happen, and they didn't even realize it. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I was, I mean, I was mad at that because I'm a primary fan. They were already doing really, really bad after they started out so well. You know, that was just like, of course that would happen to team primary. But that was not the thing that I got upset about. You know, that's not one of the things that I'm really frustrated about that they do. Um, but it was really one of the things that really, really drive me away besides all the other drama that we won't talk about because we <laughs> yeah, don't have enough, yeah, we have yeah. nowhere near enough time. Um, yeah, we actually have to wrap it up very, very so, like, yeah, now. we, so, we finished the question about the end game. So let's try and I like, guess get back to that. And then we'll talk about, I like, guess, from the ashes before we end. All right. We don't, so, really, we don't even have time for from the ashes. We're going on an hour and a half is, now. Well, this is like a two-parter, I mean, man. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, I'm totally fine with a two-parter. You, you've been great so far. So, I mean, I mean, if, if you're still listening, I don't know how you'd still be here at this point. <laughs> if you are, throw a comment down if you want to see Hershey again. I think he's done a great job. I'm so, planning um, on bringing him back on at some point. The, but I, I, I do, I guess... I guess we can start to wrap it up because we we do need to. We covered pretty much any everything except for the whole FDA FTA drama, and of course, there's dramas that are to be unspoken yeah, we about. We still haven't finished the, the question. We haven't finished the question about the end game, so I at least want to get through that. I don't even know what my question was. But like what? I think it's like how we. Got, I think I'm just how it gets there. Yeah, I, you know, um, I think I was just kind of explaining the general idea and um, where it's. I going think we. I think where we, it's at. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm very excited for the, the whole different theme it brings to the table as opposed to being another copy of a Marble Olympics. I know there's other channels that are doing sort of that, and it's okay, but it's not it's not like a whole new idea. So one of the things I'm, that we're really trying to get down, and we talked about this already a little bit, is the fan interaction. Um, but it's a we're great, also going great to thought. be, I believe, um, we're going to have, each marble's going to have a name, um, but we're probably going to run a bit of a fundraiser Um later on uh, because this is very expensive uh, much more expensive right. than you'd think um 
we're actually going to be running a little bit of a fundraiser for um, just the general public and the fans to be able to name the members um, and have another part in the series. And um, there was one other thing I was going to talk yeah, about. As a, as a patron, I've already named, I think, like four of the telescopics, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. No, good three for you, four. Mr. Yeah. Waff. Yeah, we have a few names, but oh, here's one of the things I was going to say is um, one of the things that, as as I said, I like statistics a lot, and as a statistics a statistics person, I really get annoyed with the Marble Olympics when they have a marble because um, they all have names. So typically, you know, you let's use the arrangers for example just because I know all the names and know off, off the top of my head what they're all supposed to be good at. Um, Clementon is is known for his second place finish and um, Marble Olympics clinching win in the sand race. I feel like a performance like that should make Clementon the racer for all of the solo races. Oh, dude, that's such a good point. Yeah. Oh, and, that, you know, oh, and Kinnawin, I almost want to talk. And Kinnawin has the i don't know if he still has the all-time record but he broke the record and finished in second overall in the underwater race he should do all the underwater events right that's a that's a fact that, that is true i think and or like when starry was not the one who competed yes, in the starry, Mobile rally yes, and, and, and starry such. is a perfect example yeah um is that starry should always be doing their sand races because you know they're great at it for whatever reason <laughs> i think the biggest thing is that and we saw this firsthand in 2017 when the jungle jumpers were forgotten. Um, I, what I'm going to do, all of these marbles are going to have names, and it's not going to be an interchangeable thing. There's going to be a marble that's slightly bigger. There's going to be a marble that's slightly smaller. They're all going like to have that. names. I do like that. And they're all going to in the context stay event, with that yeah. name. And they're all going to do what they're good at. You know, And they're all going to be tested. So what's going to happen with these teams is all six, because I have I have a backup member for each team, or sorry, I have two backup members for each team. Smart. All six are going to get tested on every event, and whichever marble performs best against its um, its teammate is going to be the one competing in the actual event. And this first season of the M Games, and I hope to do more, is going to kind of set the standard for which marble is going to you know, compete in which kind of event. So the first event um, is actually already recorded. It's the only one that is recorded so far. We have others planned, but um, it's an underwater event. Um, and obviously there's a team that wins the event and, you know, a couple of teams that didn't perform too well. And that's going to be something that, you know, maybe this committee coach thing that we were talking about just a minute ago maybe they can decide which marble gets to compete in which event. And based on their past performance, what can they do? Yes, um, that's really cool. You know, and that was one of the things that really annoyed me was that these marbles, they all have names, but every time you see, you know, every time you see Starry, every time you see, you know, Momo, Momo, every time you see a marble that you know by name, it's a different marble than you saw last time. And it's only if you can recognize Most them. Most of the time, you know. Yeah, and most of the time you can't really tell the difference. Yeah. Which is why you can get away with that. But personally, this is how I want to do it because 
as somebody who likes statistics and you know watches a lot of sports i feel like this is how they would do it in real life if this was a real you know human sporting event you know they would put out their best their best product to try and win an event and so i'm i have my mindset on keeping track of these marbles somehow yeah and and keeping these names connected to these marbles so that you know when you hear the name gosh i don't even have a name for one of the marbles pulled up uh <laughs> um galileo wait, 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 that was the name of the coach for the telescopics uh all right well we'll say galileo H- hubble so, hubble was one of the competitors for telescopics okay so when you see <laughs> hubble let's say hubble is slightly bigger than the rest of the marbles on the team just because there's variance in you know how these marbles are made you you'll see that marble and you'll know when you put them up against you know when you see a picture of the telescopics you're going to know oh that one's galileo not because it says galileo under him but because he's slightly bigger than the rest of them and maybe because he has this white streak in a certain spot you know, and you can like make them slightly differentiable so that you can, you can notice that tell. those things so that not you necessarily can get... carbon copies for the whole right. team right. Of, of one team. That's that's yeah. that's good. I like that as well. And, and I understand why can... the Marble Olympics wouldn't be like that, but I do like the fact that you'd bring that into M Games. And it's something that you can connect way more with one specific member more than just a team if you know what the differences are between each one and what their strong suits are and what they're not so good at and you know when you see a title of a video let's say it's i mean we're not going to do an event called sand race but if you see an an m games titled sand race you're going to know which member of your team is competing and i think that's that's something that i would want to see and that's why i'm going to try and bring it to the m games and like not from just just like marble mayhem itself like a reason why, like, um, season two re- somehow elicited such an incredible reaction to me was because of my uh, my connection with F- Dragon's Breath himself. Because, like, I even, I'm even calling it a he, even though it's a, just a digital marble. But, like, because you got a, a, a marble, like, an athlete I could actually identify and know, like, th- their statistics and, like, how good they did, I could form a connection with it. And seeing him do so well, especially with that clutch performance, like I think it was event six in season two, made me like like brought made me actually jump up and like put, like pump my fist in the air. And I did that for a marble. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's that's really awesome to hear. <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, and it's crazy because everybody the you know the the main point against all of this, all of marble sports, is that it's all random, right? But then you say, is it is it really random? You know, you look at season one of Marble Mayhem. Helios led the entire competition the entire time, and he nearly did it for he season two. Lost the lead, and and in in season two and season one, it crossed over seasons. Thanos and it... won all three of the hurdles type events. You know, oh shoot, yeah, that that's happen? right, he it's did. All random. You know, he won hurdles, and then he won the second hurdles, and he won the um the coals. You know, it's just it's crazy how how that can happen you know and you know it's it's all random i guess but but know, it managed to work out so uh, perfectly you know it just it just it works itself out although we, yeah yeah, yeah I, with season 3d though listen guys we do oh, have to we, we do have it. to wrap really? up we are Aww. going quite long dude i know i'm saying the same thing and i actually like i almost like 
I already want to schedule the next episode with you because there's so much to dive into with this talk. Gosh, we missed about, like we didn't get it even half. Of it. Dude, no, we, we didn't, didn't get to from the ashes, which I want to get to. And yeah. and there's there's a lot that I have to say about uh, as as well as this marble choosing this whole thing that we've been discussing. And I I really hate to cut it off. I do because I mean I you know that I. Oh, compared to anyone loves to talk marbles but we do have to end it um, well this gives you time to catch up on Mar- this gives you time to catch up on marble mayhem so next time you can actually completely talk about all <laughs> two seasons if i would say one um, thing yeah. i yeah yeah give a final you. thought please i just want to say thank you guys for having me on because you know this was i mean having a discussion like this and being able to go off on tangents and just have have a discussion like this about you know it wasn't even just about marble sports. It was about, you know, it's kind of like about psychology, you know, how yeah, fans I, I, yeah, I think, about, think about the event. I think it was really, it was really fun. And I didn't expect to talk about that, you know, coming in. Um, you but, thought we were you know, just going to be a news thing. And, and that's, that's what I'm trying to be on the podcast. I'm not trying to uh, just be a news thing. We have a news segment for that. Johnny Marble doing a great job with that, but like, we don't, that's not what we are. We're our word thing where we discuss uh, we'll analyze the marbles themselves, but we'll discuss people and the feelings and how we think we can improve and how we think the whole organization can improve. And it's like a and and hopefully, if you know, I get uh, some well placed advertisements, yeah. you know, wink, wink. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, we can actually build a large community of listeners that that have thoughts and actually will write in. And, and we get a few write ins, but we like more write ins and like talking about what they think and what they think they can improve. And, and it's not just not just about okay, uh, let's say just coming on the podcast and be like, okay, well, let's read off the stats from the previous event. It's about analyzing what we think and, and, and what we think of the whole thing and the experience. And, and the, it's almost like a whole different world that we're discussing. And and that's, I mean, I, I at first when I started this podcast, I was like, ah, I mean, it could be fun, but I don't, this kind of seems like it couldn't really hold a lot of attention or a lot of discussion. But I mean, like literally every time I go way too long. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's... It, that that's meant in a good way definitely i and, enjoy these discussions and, and that's Don't why worry. i really loved my first episode with you like because like i t- i brought up like how and why i like marble sports and like and we got we got like you said into the psychology of it all and like that's why i really liked the third like the episode six not just because it was my first episode but because the topics we went into were so much more in depth than just talking about the marble olympics and like the, the events and how they happened but like the psychology of marble sports itself and like this, the actual statistics of like how you make it a, a, an event like should you have disqualifications and you know, like planned uh, interferences and yada 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 like that to me like adds like adds to more than just doing the role playing of pretending that the marbles are actual athletes and like adds so much more entertainment to this whole podcast yeah and I, I, I gotta say one more thing and then we'll wrap it up but like I just can't wait until we have a big enough community that we just have you know maybe we could even do a live stream and we just sit and we just watch uh, an episode together on the podcast and discuss it or just just kind of enjoy the whole thing and just discuss with all these fans all their different thoughts almost like a huge big conversation it's kind of I'm trying to it's an engagement to the community not just a news thing and uh, it it really especially this this podcast especially with you I it's especially brought that out that there's just so much to talk about when it comes to the whole just world of it as opposed to just the facts of the statistics it, it's great um, we do have to wrap this yeah, up because we're though. almost I've said that many we're times. almost at two hours <laughs> this is the longest episode we've done 
hands this down. This is like 140 right now. I, uh, maybe. Depends on how oh, I that's edit true. it. But like most of this is staying in, like to be honest. I so, think so, yeah. Um, it's more about like how long the other stuff is. But guys, we're going to be going to the outro song now. I, I literally did not even prepare this like I, literally every freaking time. <laughs> so but we're going to go with like what's first thing that comes to mind uh, is... Uh, I, have a, I have a pick if you want. Um, All right, operation on new grounds. Uh, oh, uh, oh, wait. Uh, it has to be new grounds. Uh, yeah, because uh, I had to download it. Uh, Operation Evolution by Dim Rain Forty Seven. Oh, that should be there because I, I I know Dim Rain Forty Seven from uh, At the Speed of Light, amazing yeah. song. Um, so either guys, it's gonna be uh, Operation Evolution from from Dim Rain Forty Seven or At the Speed of Light from Dim Rain Forty Seven because he's a great creator um if it, i literally don't know what it's going to be so whatever it is figure it out <laughs> uh look up the artist okay so but we're going to wrap it up hershey it has actually been amazing having you yes, on it's, been, it's been great like i said i want to have you on again so i mean we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here but i'll see you guys next time go to the outro song i just knocked over my water <laughs> bottle but that's the chaos we like to see here on the podcast see you guys next time later <laughs>